Welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with your host, Big Ken, a retired teacher bringing you lessons each week he's learned in the hobby by taking you behind the table and inside the mind of a dealer and a collector. Sit back and relax. There won't be a test. The only thing being graded here is the cards. Welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast. I'm your host, Big Ken. Whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on a streaming service, please like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. You'll be notified whenever I drop any new content. Welcome, and thanks for being here. As promised, a collaboration with the entire Wolfpack, the recap. That'll be part three. It'll be the final recap of the 2023 national uh we all got together um it was a great episode i think uh i think you guys are really going to enjoy it but before we start uh if you're watching on youtube if you're not subscribed yet could you hit that subscribe button uh and if you listen on a podcast service next time you're on youtube head over search sports card lessons and uh and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, I, I would really appreciate that. So here we are, Thursday, right? Just got home Monday. And I think each episode I do, I'm looking a little bit more rested, right? I cannot believe, I cannot believe what it took out of me uh, five days at National uh, and, and the recovery process. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just insane. I, 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 if you would have told me this before I went, I'd be like, Oh, I'll be fine by like Tuesday. Right. Yeah. It's uh, here. It is Thursday. And you know, I, I'm really getting my energy back and my voice is just starting to come back again. So again, collaboration episode. Uh, I think you guys are really going to enjoy it and I will be back Monday with a brand new episode. So without further ado, here we go. All right, everyone, welcome to the Wolfpack National 2023 Recap episode. I'm Rob, your sports card therapist, and I have with me the rest of the Wolfpack guys. You want to go around? Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, start off Carmine at Carmine's Cards from the Crosstown Cardboard podcast with my buddy Craig, who's at New York City Sports Cards. Craig at New York City Sports Cards, the other half of Crosstown Cardboard, <laughs> below me. What up, what up? It's your boy, Cousin Oz, the people's mailman, half of Cousins Collectibles. Go ahead, Tone. You'll be oh, the other okay. Half. We're skipping over. All right. Well, uh, Cousin Tony, the other half of the Cousins Collectibles podcast. And then we kick it this way. to Right in the middle to Big Ken, all of sports cards. <laughs> what guys, up, fellas? Guys, national is over, man. Are you guys feeling the national hangover or is it just me? I, I said, I texted Carmine earlier today. I said, I can't believe we have to wait another year to do this again. <laughs> yeah. I said, that's, that's the only sad part of this entire process is having to wait a year. Cause we, we were on such a high hanging out together all. And I was telling Craig and we, when we recorded our recaps, all hanging out, the six of us on the two beds in the hotel room, Showing off our cards, joking around, inside jokes, and um, that was like what I dreamed our meeting was gonna be like. It was, it was great to just pal around like that. Yeah, it was a, like a, a male slumber party. Uh, <laughs> I categorize it to my wife. I was like, you, you wouldn't get it, but it was dope as hell. <laughs> it reminded me of college. Yeah, right. It just reminded me of being yeah. back in college. Yeah, everybody hanging out, having a good time. I told Carmine it felt like we were in a flow state for just the entire trip. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah. I mean, look, we're still all giddy. As soon as Rob started, we're all smiling and laughing. So like like it, yeah. it's yeah, it would definitely have fun, man. Yeah, and, and you know, it's like Ken said, while we were in it, and and as I'm like walking around, as we're walking around like hotel rooms and you know, hallways and different ballrooms and trade nights and stuff, it, it really did have this weird college vibe, except it was like a lot of middle-aged men 
and a lot of teenagers it felt like right it's like people, <laughs> it's like people were either a lot older than me or really younger than me it kind of felt like um but yeah it was like one of those it was almost like we had a hall pass away from responsibilities for the week, <laughs> right. and and people just went ham, staying up all night, pulling all nighters, doing things that we had no business doing, um, and and it really felt like twenty four seven cards. Even when we left, I'll speak for myself. Even when I left the national, went across the street to the hotel, as I take a shower or or lay down for 30 minutes just to kind of get my head straight. My mind, the wheels are constantly spinning cards, cards, cards. Even at the dinner, right? <laughs> even, at, even at the Wolfpack dinner at Gibson Steakhouse, it was like all we could talk about was the national. We couldn't check out for five minutes. Yeah, that's a good point. The only, the only thing I got was uh, getting Oz and Tony to tell me about mortgages and refinancing. That was the only, <laughs> that was the only talk that wasn't about the hobby. Yeah. But uh, – yeah, it was definitely. I mean, it's like you're in the NBA bubble. You know, you're going to camp, you're coming back, you're getting your meals at the canteen, and you're thinking cards. Yeah, I I don't know about you guys. I didn't think about much else. Those. I mean, I was only there for two days, but I was pretty locked in during the show hours the whole time. Yeah, I was so locked in. I I forgot to uh, text my wife at a, a right time, and so she she reminded me about it. So I had to kind of yeah. like quick get back into husband and dad mode and it was like okay i guess i gotta worry about that a little bit uh but for the most part 99 percent of the time it was just straight focused on national the people the cards oz i feel like you're always in the doghouse i am bro i don't know tony can back me up bro tony am i am i listen I will let you know that there was a lot of damage control at the cousin collectibles headquarters <laughs> all weekend uh, so, you know, next year, Oz needs to set alarms on his phone, mm -hmm. you know, and then do what it is, whatever it is that he needs to do so that he doesn't have to spend uh, the wee hours of the of the night. Uh, Dude, I even tried preemptive strikes and they didn't work. You know, I'm like, OK, <laughs> it's, it's 830. Let me send that preemptive text to make sure I'm good. And it still didn't work. So, I, I, I you know, that one hour there. Right? That one hour gets you in trouble too, right? Because you're like, oh, I got to call home, but you know, it's only ten thirty. I'll do it at eleven, and then you're calling, and then you're waking them up, and they're like, yeah. "Why are you calling at midnight?" And I'm yeah. like, "Oh, damn!" Sorry. You did it right, Ken. It was like every night, right after dinner, before any trade nights, call the lady, check in for fifteen minutes, half hour, bam. So that, I was taking notes uh, on that. On well, top it, was, it was more like six minutes, but. <laughs> <laughs> See that Ken Ken is an experienced player, bro. Yeah, I'm I still learning, bro. He's, he's yeah. still messing up. But listen, uh, uh, we're sitting here rubbing two sticks together. Uh, Ken has a grenade launcher. He knows exactly <laughs> what he's doing. He's got every alarm set. They're all all the alarms are in his head too. Yeah. Um, so so I'm curious, guys, and Tony, we could throw it to you and and kind of go around. What was your biggest takeaway? What was your biggest takeaway from the national? Probably that the power of community and social media is real. I mean, somebody drops a, just the a slightest hint of, hey, this is going down at this place. And with a snap of a finger, people are all up on it till the wee hours. And not, not even so much even, yeah, the train nights happen. But there was other stuff where people like, hey, we're at this bar or whatever. And then, boom, it just it gets flooded with, with people, hobby people, whatever it was. So that, I'm like, man, like. It, it when you have then the way the the way that Rosemont is laid out where all the hotels are right on top of the the facility it's pretty easy for that to happen I'm hearing Cleveland's a little more spread out I'm not 100% sure how that'll all work out but that and then the Saturday at the end of the show we you know we're walking out and there was a trade night broke out in the lobby all because our, some kids started you know and before you know it there's 100 kids with or people with their Zion cases open you're it looks like you're manning a minefield that you're trying to walk out of the show show wasn't over man it was just getting started you know you, you, those people are not they're like you're not shutting us down we're, we're just going to keep going and going so yeah the power of community was i was like very impressed by by that i i, I can say right at, even at the very end uh carmine and i we closed the place on sunday and then we loaded up the pallet and we had to wait what an hour for this guy to go get a truck and come back it was yeah 
It was a long time. So it was finally, it was like, all right, we can go. It's two hours later. It's like seven o'clock. We're walking out into the hall, into the main lobby of the convention center. Right. And it was just mobbed with people all on the floor with their cards out. Right? It was just unbelievable that even though the, the national has officially ended two hours later, there were still people out in the lobby with cards all over the floor, just, just trading. That's amazing. That is wild. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. You know, this whole thing about the the hobby dying, uh, that, that that is false. Uh, <laughs> this hobby is alive and well. Um, you know, Yo, they, uh, this, real quick, hold, hold yeah. that thought. It, it never died. You know who died was the, the dudes that were just jumped up in here to make a quick buck. They're dead. Yeah. Like, yeah. This mm. has been here. Like, this never went anywhere. It just blew up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are the guys that are saying that because everybody yeah. else is cool. Because it was just too easy back then with yeah. the whole rise of the of the hobby and the way the cars were just going up and up and up and up. So anybody can make money. Then when it became hard, they were like, oh, OK, on to the next one. So the people that are real collectors, the dealers, the guys that have been here forever and a day, it, it's a way of life. And you could really tell that with everybody that was there. Um you know, it just wasn't about cars. Like you said, the community was just amazing when it came to the people. So I, when, it, when, it, when I think about this national, it, it really boils down to that. Just building these bonds, especially with you guys. I mean, it was unreal. You know, I, I, I didn't think I could get this deep with a bunch of gentlemen. And, but I, I, I think, we, you know, we've gotten there and, you know, I've learned things about Ken that I didn't know. I've learned things about Carmine and, and Craig, you're the Mac, you know what I mean? And then Rob, you know, he's just the guy behind, you know, <laughs> working all the magic, uh, you know. So it's it's man, this it was just amazing. And I, I can't wait for next year already. Craig, how about you? Biggest takeaway? Just a reminder of how much fun uh, cards in this hobby is. Uh, I had fun. The 48 hours I, I was there, there wasn't a, a second that I wasn't just having fun. Hanging out with my friends, my friends that have a shared interest. And when I went to the wedding on uh, Saturday, you know, people, you know, it came up in conversation. I flew in from Chicago. What were you doing there? You know, you know how I do the trading cards. You know, it was the, the world's largest. Nerd convention. alert! <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I'm fully embracing it at this point, And someone will be like, well, how was it? I'm like, honestly, it was lit. And it really was like, it was such a fun two days. And part of that fun hang with you guys. But for me, you know, my whole life, it always has been the cards. So the euphoric feeling of searching the room and finding the stuff you really like, it's like a sense of accomplishment. I, I've, I've been staring at my seven pickups hourly since I got home. So there's, there's that element of it too. Um, so yeah, it all just boils down to fun. There's definitely moments in the last year, two years, where you get like hobby fatigue, you're like, I don't know, like, can I continue this at this rate? And then going to the national just brought that euphoric feeling all up again. So feeling great, feeling great about being a hobby participant. It's fun. Love it. Yeah. And I think, you know, for me, it felt like I had a very, very similar feeling right after this national that I had after the national after both of the last two years, nationals, Rosemont, then Atlantic City, I felt re-energized. I felt like I felt razor focused and I felt like I know the direction I want to go in with my hobby experience. And really, it's the same direction I'm going in now, but I think it's just kind of like tightening the reins a little bit because what happens is I find myself like going down little lanes and finding little mini PCs, but the mini PCs are usually never mini, you know, so it ends <laughs> up turning into something bigger and I kind of lose sight of what I really, really want in this hobby. It's so for myself, it's so easy for me to get distracted by other cards. It's so easy to get distracted by the content. It's so easy to get distracted by relationships in a good way. Right. But for me, as I left the national and as I'm sitting at the airport, all I'm doing is thinking about, and I mentioned this on my last episode, all I'm doing is thinking about how Craig has said, what do I want my collection to look like in 20 years? And I feel like, you know, everyone on this screen, for the most part, is on that journey, right? Especially, especially the cousins, I feel like, especially the cousins, like, like, 
tone, you know Clemente is your guy, and you are going after incredible Clementes. You have you have a a one of one Clemente. You know you have the Clemente rookie uh, Oz. You have the Michael Jackson. You have um, you know the Allen Iverson stuff, and it's like, and I know I feel like I know where I want to be, and it's just about kind of you know getting refocused and and kind of like Craig said, recharged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that 100% too. And the community piece. And uh, I was talking on our podcast about the power of trading and how these massive shows lend themselves to trading. So I, I touched on that in our podcast. So I figure maybe a, a different takeaway because there's at least 10 I could probably rattle off, you know, immediately is the awesomeness of the wolf pack, which sounds cheesy, but hey, you know, we're, we're, we're the wolf pack. We're proud of it. And the fact that especially you guys who organized the trade night on Friday, having everybody come, having T-shirts, having the cards with our names on it, with autograph spots, which I, I have to try to collect that rainbow, if you want to call it that. <laughs> was just such a great sign of our group arriving to a certain level of like, you know, here we are, we love the hobby. We want to have a space to bring people together. And then when all those people showed up to enjoy with us, that was like, you know, to do it at the national, especially you guys. I mean, I was just pretty much along for the ride and there to get, um, you know, PSA sleeves if we need, or get coffee and and, and do the rookie duties as the young back to being that was clutch though, Carmine. That was oh, yeah. clutch in the moment when you needed someone to come through with something. You were there. I can do it. The rookie duties, which I which I'm excited about. But um, you know, the cards we got, yes, but also to to put on that event and have a lot of people turn out for it, and also. Several of us make fun, you know, big deals at that event too. That was like a wow, this is you know, I got my Brady Quinn auto at that, yes, with Eli, but Eli is the main, you know, with Vince Young, yeah. But like, you know, one thing I was thinking of, um, and I mentioned this on the podcast, I think I mentioned this on recap one and two, so why not go for the trifecta here? But I think something that I don't know if you guys thought about this. I know I didn't. When when trying to organize the trade night, right? I'd be lying if I said there was no ego involved there, right? Like like I knew I wanted to be part of a trade night at the national. Like ego involved, right? But after looking at the way everything went down, first of all, with it being a raging success, that was the cherry on the cake, right? But no one would have had the foresight. No one, there was no way to know that the pop-up trade night, the pop-up spot at the Lowe's Hotel, which was right next door, it would that was like the spot for an impromptu trade night for the entire week, right? But it just so happened that on Friday night, it got shut down and the cops got called and everyone had to move out of there. And because we secured a space, the trade night was able to continue for all, regardless if they were there first or not. Now, what I found out later was Carmine was actually the one that called the cops to get everyone to come over. <laughs> uh, I, tri- I, tri- I trip trip the alarm, you know. No, hey, but, can- but you know what I mean? Like, like no one would have known. Like, it was just really cool the way everything happened, you know. And uh, it was amazing to put just be part of. Mm-hmm a crazy event like that and like maybe get a, a tiny little check mark on on the huge balance sheet that was 2023 national yeah it was very it was very professionally done it was very classy and as i alluded to on our recording today it felt like a very inclusive event like from the get-go you saw a lot of different groups of people that we were saying kids couples people of different backgrounds and everything you could tell that and i think that's a good representation of us as people and uh, Iowa Dave said it best. It felt like a party or a celebration. There just happened to be cards involved, and I think that's a great thing. Um, there was so there was a ton a ton of females there, 
which yeah. I didn't expect. What is that? Uh, no, I'm just saying, like, you know, I wonder why Oz is always in the doghouse. No, 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 no. <laughs> See, don't, don't get it. Like, the girls came out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, Erica, love what you collect, showed up with her friend. Nah, uh, there was, there was kids, you know, the moms were showing up, Shout bringing their Erica. kids. <laughs> so there, it was just see there you go trying to make get me in trouble Ralph. no but honestly like I, I was just surprised to see that amount of women and they were comfortable you know what i mean yeah. we had created that environment where they were comfortable coming in whether they were letting their kids you know run wild because there was the the cash bar and they can go ahead and get their wine and just chill or you know they were actually uh you know either pokemon collectors or, or regular collectors and they, and they felt comfortable in the environment that we had created for them with the music playing and it was just that atmosphere and it, it just gave everybody that just that comfortability that I thought was was pretty awesome, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, nothing, um, you know, that what Rob's alluding to was more so, you know, with the, with the hobby. Sometimes <laughs> it's 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 Rob, a male dominated uh, yeah. hobby. So to, to see that many women in one space, I called it like the Rainbow Coalition. It was just anybody and everybody, any color was welcome. Eight to eighty men, women. It, it just it just worked. Mm-hmm. And, and one thing everybody overlooked, but everywhere we went all week, it was hot. It was hot. It was hot everywhere. <laughs> Elevators, you know, lobbies oh. and the convention center. But that room that night had the AC going in that in that that trade night room. You know, that yeah. was uh, yeah, shout, I, I, shout out to, to Tony for making sure he got to the I manager know. to open up the uh, the, <laughs> the AC there and turn it down as low as possible, because we knew well, that uh, once people, that place got packed, it was going to be hot. <laughs> yeah and uh yeah dude that i mean i told you i said i didn't know what it was gonna look like but that was definitely a a party with cards it was i guess you can kind of say um super proud to be a part of it can't wait to do it again bigger and better mm-hmm. um you know or maybe not bigger i don't know that doesn't always have, that doesn't always mean better because uh we just had a conversation about the size of the national and was that was bigger better you know not sure but Nah, man, it was great, man. Fun to be a part of it with all you guys. And um, man, I told you, I said, I, I mean, the cards that we got were, were cool, but I was so hyper focused on that and making sure everything was was cool. Um, for some reason, we had reserved tables, and I went outside and did an interview, and I came back, and those got overrun. So next year, we're gonna have to try to figure that out. <laughs> a little that was probably my that was probably my bad because thanks. So there there were like two reserved tables there, right? And people just sat down at them, started pulling out their cards, and then they looked at me. They're like, "Oh, reserved? Is it cool?" And I'm like, "Yeah, that's cool." <laughs> like, yeah. What, what do I say? You know? Yeah, yeah. And they should be like, "Yes, yes, for you." Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. We'll have to figure that out uh, next time. Maybe make uh, either Who put were spikes. The tables reserved for. Well, you know, we just had some people that we had invited that um just wanted. To, I mean, it was all good because yeah, yeah, some yeah. some came through. But I mean, eventually <laughs> turned into a party, anyways. But just um, I just had that there set up. Even for some of us, if we wanted to sit on the setup, and you guys just ended up being all over the room, anyways. So, uh, just just something that was it was set aside, but it, it was all good. I actually want to ask you guys. Um, and I guess Carmine, we can start with you. Um, well, actually, you didn't go to last year's national, so I mean, I guess I'll go to Rob. So everybody else was there. What was one thing that you guys either had didn't like that happened, or you did, or whatever at last year's national that you were like, this is not going to happen at this one, and I'm gonna for whatever it is, I'm going to try and have a better experience with it. Like I'll tell you mine. Like mine was like I made sure I hydrated a lot more. My voice is good. Last year I lost my voice completely. Like it was just some something simple as that. So just um Rob, what from last year to this year? Um well I think one thing that I, I, I noticed was I think the one thing I want to improve, and this is something that I talked about la um an episode or two ago as well, is that I think one thing I just want to improve on is I want to be able to walk it again. I want to be able to fully walk it. I was feeling serious FOMO when Ken and I were sitting behind the booth and Carmine and cousins are like, all right, guys, yeah, we're about to go out for lunch. And, and yeah, we're going to go grab lunch. We'll see you later. And then, you know, like later that night, you know, I'm, I scroll on Instagram and I see, oh, 
you guys went out with Sean Victory Investments uh, for lunch. And like, Sean is my guy, man. I love Sean. And I know you guys do too. You guys have, have done some work with yeah. him and stuff. And it's like, and I'm like, man, that could have been me. <laughs> <laughs> that that was actually another thing too, that that last year, um, I felt like we were just show, show, show all the time. And that's whatever. Uh, but this time we, we took the time to enjoy company, uh, just a little break from the show because um, we just came off a record with Mike Moynihan and he was like, yo, cards are cool, but you know, we, we do cards. You figure you only put in an hour or two a day or, or every other day, whatever it is. You don't, most people don't do eight hours, hours of cards for four days straight. So to break that up, uh, Oz and I, we had breakfast before we were, there was no rush to get to the show because the cards aren't going anywhere. So mm-hmm. doing that, taking some time to smell the roses at in Rosemont, there you go, Carmine. Ooh, ooh. Um, uh, was was definitely uh made for a better show. For I know it did for me, and I, I assume it did for Oz, but uh, that's kind of how we went about it. So, yeah, yeah, it, it dude, it was just a matter of <laughs> like you said, smelling the roses and, and taking time to really just um, unwind and, and you, you know, all the hard work that you've put in, whether it, it's, you know, from your regular life and what you do with your family and then what you're trying to build with us, you know, specifically being content creators and then getting to the Super Bowl of the hobby and just soaking it all in and not really feeling that pressure to go, Oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. You know, last year we had to get on stage and right at, immediately after that, you're searching for your Clemente. I'm looking for a grail Iverson. And, you know, that's our focus where this one, it was just, okay, you know, our big, I talked about the elephant in the room was the trade night. We all knew that was Friday night, but we had primarily, we we took care of everything. So it wasn't a matter that we're scrambling, trying to make sure, you know, everything was done other than, you know, picking up, you know, team bags at the last minute, which Carmine took took care of. Um, I think you know, Carmine just... is unaware. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, he's rocking. No, he's shorts. in basketball shorts. Yeah. This guy all weekend is trying to accuse me of some debauchery that I'm not a part of. <laughs> making up Rewind stuff. Rewind the tape. Maybe it was uh, the green wait. screen that he's made it. Slandering my name in person and now for the public. <laughs> behind <laughs> behind the scenes, there was a ton of debauchery when it came to uh, yeah, the Wolfpack. Sure. But yeah, really, just really taking the time, like you said, Tony, to smell the roses and 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 just you know. Get get just the the relationships that you have with people all over the place, whether it's Mama Breaks or whether it's you guys or you know we we talked to Jeremy Lee, we had a real long conversation. Doctor Collectible, um, just you know just talking, man, and, and building those relationships, and that's what it all boiled down to for me. Yeah, Craig, how about you? I'll save Ken what? for last because Ken Ken really knocked it out of the park. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ken is the wisest as well. Um, I think if I could do it perfectly, it would have been three days. And just as you said, take some time, like enjoy the city, take a break break from cards. You know, I kind of feel like I have to go all in on the cards. I don't really get to too many shows. You know, I can't do it while I'm coaching. So I know this is going to be the 48 hours. This is going to be the best chance I have to pick up stuff that I really love. So when I think about what to improve on, just from the card standpoint, Part of me does like to just search randomly. I go into this aisle, I go into that aisle. You don't know what you're going to see, but maybe a better layout and organization uh, of the map of where to find what. And an idea I've seen thrown around is organizing by type. So I know a lot of vintage baseball was together, but what if even a little more specific than that? Here's a soccer section. You know, here's a ultra modern football section. I even had the idea. I was thinking about the layout of our trade night. We had one ballroom, right? And there were multiple ballrooms. Am, am, am I right there? Imagine right. that's a whole hallway, but each room was like a different type of card or a category to trade for. The ideas are just are just flowing now as I think ahead. I like that idea. I feel like that would be too segregated, though. Like, I, I like the idea of of walking up on on super modern basketball and being like, ooh. You know, but if if there was a vintage section, I probably wouldn't step foot in super modern basketball. But I'm not mad at it. I'm just saying, I hate it. Um, Because there's just (laughs) certain people. (laughs) It's okay. I appreciate your honesty. You're a good friend. Um, But no, I I only went one day last year, so it's hard to totally gauge. But having gone two days here, um, 
one thing I'll say is get the hotel early and just get the best hotel. Being at the Hyatt Regency was great. A lot of action going on there. But excited for Cleveland. Hopefully, I can do three days next year. Wait, are we talking cards, Craig? What do you mean? Thanks, cards. Oh, thanks, cards. <laughs> you said a lot of action going on. I wanted to make sure we're talking cards. Yes. Uh, Cleveland next year, hope to do it for three days and, you know, see another, see another city that uh, I haven't explored. And hopefully uh, we do a bigger event next year. Nice. All right, Ken. Would you learn? Yeah, I, I could probably answer all, both the questions. I didn't even get the first one either. But, you know, really to me, it was the community, it was the people. Mm -hmm. Right. It's it's so great. I've, I've spent this year really, you know, finding my people in the hobby. Right. And, and you know, this this national was one of those where I was able to meet all these people in person. But then there were a handful of people that some I knew existed, some knew I didn't. But I, I set out to find those people and they or they set out to find me. Right. And uh, it was just unbelievable to be able to connect with so many people in the small space that I'm in with, you know, women's soccer and women's basketball and things like that. So, you know, to me, that was, you know, one of the best parts of, of you know, just being like a dealer at the hobby. Uh, I think differently than Rob, you know, Rob wants to get out and go. I like being behind the table. I like to, so, you know, I, I, it was good for me to, you know, run around and, you know, try to, you know, see and meet as many people as I could that share the same space as I do. Um, if I would have done it differently, I, and I'm, I, I'm already planning this for next year, uh, for Cleveland, I would have, I've never been to Chicago. Right. So, uh, I was a little envious when I was leaving, you know, Monday morning and Carmine's like, I got the whole day, you know, <laughs> to go into the city and I'm not flying home till night. I would have either come in a day earlier or gone home a day later just to go spend the day in the city because I've never been there. Uh, next year for Cleveland, I know it's close enough to drive. You know, I, I am definitely probably going to show up a day early so I could go visit the city and visit some sites and do some things before you know, before the, the, the show gets going. And, and one of the other things, you know, I changed so much about what I did in uh, Atlantic city, probably everything that I did in Atlantic city. I learned so many things that going to Chicago, I changed so many things to make it so successful for myself. Um, but one of the, one of the big things that I felt was, going in there with you guys like going in there with the wolf pack going in there we had so many things planned you know that just hanging out and you know kicking in the hotel room and all that stuff and you know they always talk about when you go somewhere you do something for the first time it's an amazing experience it's special and and when you try to go back you're always trying to rec recreate that right and and i felt like our, our Wolfpack family dinner at Gibson's. Now, to me, when I left, I thought to myself, this was just an unbelievable special night. I mean, just special all around, being with you guys. We'll probably go to the next five or ten national and do Wolfpack family dinners, right? But it's never going to be as special as it was. That, and I'm glad it was Gibson's, and I'm glad it was the best steak I've ever eaten in a <laughs> restaurant, right? So, yeah, just, just, you know, it, 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 I... I talk about the people at the show, but just going with you guys too. just having you guys to plan this with all of us. I mean, the messaging and the texting and I mean, it was just constant for six months, right? Eight months planning all this stuff. And it, I, now this, there's nothing better than that. There's nothing better than that. Love it. That that Thursday night dinner is now the, the staple event. Oh, the, the bar is way up oh, here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was just amazing to uh, have those moments and feel the balance between, you know, like getting a, a certain dose of cards. And like, I think Tony, you were mentioning it on your guys' podcast, looking down for so long and then looking up and then you feel like drunk, like you don't know, yeah. you know, like, cause you've been looking at cards for so long. So I feel like the breaks that we had in there, um, you know, for lunch, when we went out, you know, me and the cousins and uh, Sean, great guy also, you know, to get the deep dish pizza or if it's to leave and get uh, steak and shake that we also did. We 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 got out there a little steak bit. And shakes. Look at these uh, guys. They don't know. They don't know what the heck we were doing. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, for, 
<laughs> see, Big Ken, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, what I'm talking and, you about. know, in the hotel room, and then, you know, I think a couple of my favorite moments were when we were joking around, and uh, a couple times I slipped in a joke, and Rob and Ken gave me some fist bumps, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like dying laughing. Um, but, yeah, that 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 definitely exceeded my expectations. And then, Ken, what you were talking about with the Wolf Pack, you know, like we were talking about, I'm newly single here in a new area. So I went out alone to the bars on uh, Saturday night, check out the scene. It's tough out there being a lone wolf. But if I would have had you guys, you know, the feel at the national, we're mobbing it together. You know, we're going down the street, you know, we're stopping cars in my mind. Every light's green for us. It was a totally different feeling going places all together and knowing, that, knowing that knowing that we have that bond you know oh, strong. i said it today when we walked into the trade night thursday after gibson's we were wearing our button-down shirts i felt like as a group we were just like pulling up to the club like this is my squad look at these guys i'll tell you what Crosstown Cardboard was in full effect when it came to these trade nights, man. Carmine, Craig, like Craig was like a celebrity. He was a soccer celebrity. <laughs> would lay out his soccer cars, and then the people just came. They were swarming him. I, me and Tony are looking at each other like, what the hell's going on here? Like, people were from Great Britain were like, just, oh, oh, soccer, soccer. And, you know, he had like six guys, and they were just mesmerized by Craig. And then Carmine's over here wheeling and dealing to three in the morning. It's insane. These guys were on fire. <laughs> And Carmine, Carmine has has the illest fit, bro. Carmine's wardrobe, oh, unparalleled. So, uh, just just saying. <laughs> Sometimes it's inside the box, but a lot of times outside the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that. So yeah, so it sounds like we all had an incredible time, um, and many more to come, hopefully. So as far as cards go, guys, I'm curious. Did you have? one big pickup or what was your favorite pickup and a big pickup to me might not be a big pickup to you right so really comes down to what was your favorite pickup from the national um i can go first if you want mine was the yeah. 1971 card 630 roberto clemente this is the black border and if you know Ooh, anything about this nice. card the edges on this are and Rob, you're the uh, vintage guru. You can co-sign on this. That these the edges on these cars are typically beat up. Um, so to get this and a seven, pretty decently centered, I was super happy to get that. So this by far is the bell of the ball for me. That that's beautiful because those things are like I don't know. The only thing I could really compare it to in terms of modern are like PMGs. Yeah. They just they the they almost started start immediately like flaking off. So to get a high grade one, a seven is considered an extremely high grade for um for that year. So that's a great pickup, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. What about you, Ken? I know I know what player it's going to be, but which card yeah, are the ones I, that you got? I think I picked something up that I was excited about. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here she is. Ooh. Wow. Here she all is. Right, all right, it's hard to get it in here without the shadow, but come on, man. Come on, pretty lady. <laughs> come on, pretty lady. There you go. There you there go. go. There you go. Trinity Rodman Auto. It's the, it's the blue auto. Um, you know, I, my goal, we talked about goals going out there and I got the nerd alert, but it was, uh, it was a purple, uh, the purple auto. Um, but the, uh, you know, and again, the power of the community, uh, I went to talk to, uh, I ran on Saturday before you left, I ran all the way to the other side to go see a table that everybody was sending me, you know, um, pictures of and the table number like they got all this trinity robin so i ran over there uh i met the met joy over there i was talking to her and i i bought a card from her but then i asked her i said my goal is to find the the, the purple auto and she said well there was a guy here with the blue auto that she knew she she said he he just left he's heading home and uh i said well give me his instagram his contact information because at least I know somebody who has one and wants to sell it. Right. So I got back to the table. I messaged him a long story short, his ride, his person driving him to the airport. He gave the card to that person. We made a deal for the card and he came and the, and the, and the guy came back 
to the show with the card, and we made the deal while, wow. we, while we were there. Nice. Yeah. So, Power of the community. Yes, man. Yes, sir. I guess uh, I'll go Oz, is, is it is it between two for you, Oz, or is there a clear one? It winner, is between right? two. It is between two, and the kicker for me is it's uh, cousin Tony uh, hooking his cousin Oz up. So hold on. A while back, cousin Tony had picked up a card that I was super super jealous of, and this was the Duncan Go Nuts, clear as day. Allen Iverson, Gemmin 10. These, wow. you know, these acetate cards are just sick. Um, the shine is great. But the fact that Tony had picked this up in a Gemmin 10 and to, for it to be crystal clear, man, I was kind of heated. I was upset because <laughs> that was one of my, you know, one of my grail cards that I was looking to get. So for for Tony to have it in his collection, I, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little, little, you know, no, I was upset, so I, I left it at that. <laughs> so Tony brought it with him, and I, I, my biggest fear, I, I, I felt comfortable knowing that, you know, this card was in his possession. But then at any point in time, it could be a wild card where he could just, you know, go ahead and sell it, you know, for fifteen hundred, two thousand, and then just take it and flip it into a Clemente, which I know he had the every intention of doing. So. Uh, Saturday, you know, for, I brought 12 cards with me to go ahead and sell, you know, anywhere from 150 to, to $400, um, were, were the prices of the slab. So my, my whole intention was to sell those cards to, to get a couple bucks to buy into something, not knowing that Tony was, you know, was going to be like, yo, instead of me selling to somebody else, why don't I just sell it to you? And, uh, if you give me what I bought it at cost, it's yours. Wow. So that, yeah, so that gave me the incentive. I was at like 600 bucks, and then that night, uh, Friday night, you know, I, I, I surpassed it the, the night of the uh, our trade night. And uh, so the very next morning, we went out to lunch with uh, Victory Investments, Sean and, you know, Carmine. And Tony was gracious enough to go ahead and, and give uh, Cousin Oz, his, his older cousin, his elder cousin, the one he loves so much. <laughs> <laughs> and I was able to go ahead and add this puppy to my collection. So, you know, and this is only this is only a pop twenty. Yep, this is yep. only a pop twenty. And Tony, I'm not sure if you knew this, but there was actually a comp that just popped up from last week on this card, thirty five hundred. Nice. I should have ripped no his way. ass off. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say because I looked that up to try to to try to get in on your deal. <laughs> no, but listen, wow. phenomenal, phenomenal card, man. That is that is great. Uh, and Oz, you got one more? Yeah. So this one then was the uh, 1997 Ultra Stars Allen Iverson Gold, which wow. I had to pry away from uh, a gentleman. A dealer that wasn't really too interested in dealing with me so cousin carmine gave me the tools needed he gave me the pep talk gave me the strategy and i was able to go ahead and get this away from the uh the evil dealer that was there trying to keep this away from <laughs> i couldn't believe it when i heard your podcast and i heard you talking about how the guy basically was like shunning you i was yeah. like what is going that's nuts on a two thousand dollar car well he had he had a lot of high value cards but still you would think that he would be a little more right. but most, most he of had it were more welcoming than that. he had yeah. it at 2500 so carmine's like listen it he has it right at comp so the last comp was 2500 um but then like the four or five before that was right at 1500 so carmine's like listen go right in the middle hit him up with two g's he should take it so i went in boom i told him 2000 he was like yeah i can't do that and i was like <laughs> he goes let's do 2250 and I was like, how about I do 2000 and one of the cards that I had, another Allen Iverson Golden Touch. I threw that in there. The comp on that one was 400. So, you know, I went over a little bit, but I paid him, you know, the 2000. And that, that's when my uh, PayPal was acting up. So that's when I went into the whole key and peel and was sweating, waiting for this guy to be like, nah, you know what? Just let's not make this deal. Let's just uh, give me that card back. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, it was fun watching uh, uh, Tony the Voyeur here. It was fun watching uh, Carmine talk Oz. Uh, it looked like he was talking him up, you know, because Oz is like, ah, I don't. Because Oz is funny. So, like, he'll see a card that he really wants. And then when it comes time to, like, do the do, 
he 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 gets in his own head or whatever it is, or you know, he forgets his password or whatever the hell he's got. <laughs> <laughs> Facial recognition, he's still like forgets yeah, yeah. his face is so <laughs> tense it just doesn't look like him anymore. <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny to, to see him like sweat these things out because but then once he finally cuts you know does the deal then he's all you know on cloud nine yeah, any, anything over like 250 dollars, <laughs> i'm sweating no matter what you know what i mean i'm just that's just in me no matter i'm that's my old school mentality it's like uh you know then, then you throw in 2500 dollars, then it's like you know I'm, I'm looking around waiting for my wife to show up so that's you know that's what happens <laughs> yeah that was a great great moment to get that because i was like i was like do you really want this card because i saw you scrolling ebay i'm like that's not gonna gonna cut it for something this rare you know, which is why I didn't want you to potentially pay more than you had to. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, look it up, look it up. And I'm like, you know, that that was that was one of the most fun times was, you know, trusting each other enough to work together on something yeah. like that. But just having it come naturally to where I didn't feel any like, I wonder if he wants my advice or I, oh, you yeah. know what I mean? It was just like natural because of what we built up yep. from hanging out and, nice. and our time before yeah. that, too. Yeah, and, I appreciate um, that, man. That, that was a big yeah. help. Like, I, I don't, you know, full disclosure, I don't have card ladder, you know, I don't. So <laughs> I just, so I normally yeah. get my comps off of eBay, you know? Um, yeah. And like you said, it's a rare card. So the only reason I, I never got card ladder was because when I did get it, they didn't have all any of my Iverson cards anyway, because the, what, the, what I'm dealing with. So it's hard to, to get the comps that I needed. So I was like, I'm not really going to go ahead and use this anyway. So I appreciated you, you know, having that, app on hand and really looking at what it was and then getting the you know five previous ones to say okay these were all 1500 that last one was the outlier at 2500 you know meeting them right in the middle should do the do the trick yeah that was perfect and then uh just a couple things on the duncan go nuts the way i filmed it with tony and oz in the uh along with sean in pequas the deep dish pizza joint it looked like it was like a mob deal going down uh, you'll see it on our um on our <laughs> recap on our recap vlog on crosstown cardboard love it but like you know tony's setting the scene you know giving him the cash and the card and uh so that was that was awesome and then being a part of that deal because i got to participate in it because i'm like you know tony and oz are my main guys i'm chilling with for a lot of the time and so i'm like uh, i checked in with uh with Oz after I got one of my big cards that I'll talk about in a little bit. And I'm like, how are you doing? You know, raising this, this money for Tony's card. And he's like, oh, I'm 60 bucks short. I'm right there. I'm like, all right, bro, we're about to get it done right now. I'm like, you still have that tiger, that tiger rookie, which I got from him, this BGS nine five. He's like, yeah, I got it. I'm like, all right, we're, we're going to get you over the edge right now. He's like, he's like, give me a hundred. I'm like 90. He's like, deal. and then then we got him so i'm like yes not only is my guy gonna get his card but i got to play a small part in in finishing it up and um so that was awesome just and everybody rooting for each other the whole weekend was really cool like everybody got a big pickup to write home about and everybody's like just pumped up for their uh for their buddy to have a little moment yeah, sure. no. Well said, man. That was awesome. And I think, Carmine, you just kind of breaking down uh, that situation feels like it really summed up the overall vibe. I think probably not even just for us, but I think all the crews, all the people that are out there, all the all the people that went there to go meet up with friends and, and whatnot. Yeah. It's just like one big one big camaraderie, you know? What's so, in Carmine's screen? <laughs> Like, what? Oh wait, you got to go back to how you were. Look oh, at I had that. a water. I had a water doing, bottle. <laughs> Taking a drink. Look, no, Oz is doing it. <laughs> Listen, Carmine, your your green screen is getting wet and wild over there, man. I could have swore <laughs> no, when you I'm got sorry. up before it looked like you were wearing straight green underwear no, or oh blue underwear. Or something Here we. Like this that. is what was going on all weekend. If anybody's wondering how what how the how the atmosphere was. So I right, so Craig pickups. What so would you get for what you what's your favorite pickup from the Nash? All right, I'm showing two. I gotta do it. All right. First one was a soccer card. So the uh description of the card and then the context is important here, Rob, because you kind of played a factor in it as well. So Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. 2018 Prism <laughs> World Cup, Kylian Mbappe, blue prism out of 199. Color match. Color match, beautiful looking card, incredible aesthetic. Um, 
that's the year that France won the World Cup. Mbappe scored four goals, including a goal in the finals, and he was uh, awarded best young player of the tournament. This is considered the rookie card, the color match. Incredible. And I got this from PC Sports Cards and a very fun trade. So it was uh, three cards plus cash, and I was able to get to make this happen. So it's cool to do with MC, right? They're like a, a big consigner. They do a lot of higher-end cards. So to get a deal done with them was fun. Yeah. And it happened at 10, 14 in the morning. I know that, you know, because I have the timestamps on my phone. And that was relatively early. And, Rob, thanks to you for giving me that dealer's pass, I was able to get to the show early. And I made two pickups. Whoa, my- whoa, whoa. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I never Listen, I never gave anyone a dealer's pass. Okay, for I, the record. I, I, for neither did Ken. Neither neither did Ken. <laughs> Craig's, like, th- Craig's like, thankfully, he smuggled in that alcohol and <laughs> <laughs> for the little kids. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, uh, wow. yes. so, so anyway, awesome. so to, anyway, back to the card. So you uh, got that done before <laughs> you got that done before general admission. No, this was at 10 14 a.m. and I have the photo proof of it. That's a, that's awesome, man. Um anyway. So love this card, and the story does not end because I'm actually meeting with a buddy tomorrow on Long Island, and he's going uh-huh. to try uh, to cross this over to PSA for me. Wow. So you're, you're hoping for a PSA 10. If it gems, it pretty much doubles in value, and someone said, you know, I think it's a crossover candidate, so I'm going to roll the dice. I'm not going to crack it. just going to send it in as is, minimum grade. If it doesn't cross. Ah. Nah, you got to crack that, bro. I thought you were going to break out the Kurtz card care. No, because if it nines, then I'm taking an L. So, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I thought Come this was true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so we'll see how that turns out for me. And then my favorite personal card, being a Knicks fan. I mean, uh, oh, oh, my gosh. Charles Oakley, 13-14, flawless. Obviously, game one. Look at the R. The R from New York. Out of five, Emeralds. Jeez. Yeah, I came in looking for some Knicks chunky patches, and here we are. That is unbelievable. Love this. The Oak, the Enforcer. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Definitely my two favorite. You know, one like uh, more of a higher-end ultra-modern soccer, which I like, and then uh, the personal touch with the Knicks. Very happy with both. Wow. Those are great. What about you, Rob? Yeah, so um, I'll go because Carmine's, I think, trumps everyone's. Um, (laughs) So I talked about this a little bit on my last episode. Um, The two cards I was going for at the national coming there, I said, you know what? I want to pick up my forever 57 tops Bill Russell rookie copy. I've owned two already. Neither of them were my forever copy. And, um, you know, so I'm, I'm looking for that. And then also I've owned two 52 tops mazes that I moved and, um, so I wanted either Bill Russell or Maze. And on Saturday, a 52 tops Maze walked up to my table and I wound up with it. This thing is perfectly centered. Um, I'm absolutely in love with this card, in love with this card. And the crazy thing is it was done in a deal from a guy who is with a guy who is from Connecticut. He lives like 10 miles from me. So it took wow. having to go all the way to, and I've never did a deal with him before either. So it took us having to go to Rosemont to close the deal. And since everyone's doing two or most hey, people here, are, hold, hold on before you show your second one. But it, it, it's interesting that you got this card from a guy who lives 10 minutes from you in Chicago and Oz got his grail card <laughs> from a guy who lives 10 minutes away from him. <laughs> you guys didn't even have to go to Chicago to get your grail. I know. Home for that. We could have stayed. We could have saved money on the flight. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Rob. Show your second. Yep. Yep. So the next card, uh, this guy comes up to my table and he has two of these identical cards. It's a modern card, signed on card auto. He had two PSA tens. One was a ten ten. One was a ten nine. I looked at the autos. He looked at the autos. They are identical. There's no reason one of them should have been a nine. One of them should have been 10. I mean, identical, not a single streak, whatever. So I said, you know what? I'm going to apply my vintage, um, my vintage uh, buying prowess to this super modern card. And I'm going to buy the card, not the grade. So 
ended up picking this up 2008. And this is one of my favorite images of all time of Eli Manning. 2008 Topps Chrome Gold Refractor at a 199 on card auto. Gold with a gold paint pen as well. So it's a gold refractor with the gold wow. auto as well. And that's so, from the Super Bowl, right? That picture? Yep, that's the image. That's the final snap from the Super Bowl uh, seven, uh, 2007 when he beat the Patriots for the first time. Wow. Nice. That's a great card. That really pops. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm in love with this card. So those are probably my top two pickups, and not to mention my Brady Quinn sticker auto that I got from Trade <laughs> Carmine talked me into. Carmine seems to be talking a lot of people into spending their money that's what no <laughs> no for good reasons. Like, Tony, come here man i found this uh <laughs> commenting yeah for good reasons yeah all right so carmine you're up all right i first i also got two but i added an honorable mention which is <laughs> which is this just because i think it was i think these three separated themselves from the ones i i got elsewhere this magic and bird dual auto no sales in the last six years on card ladder. What? It's uh, commemorating their 1979 NCAA championship game, which Magic won, of course, and then started off their incredible rivalry. Uh, still the most watched championship game ever. You know, Michigan now you're going State. on 40 years, 40 years later. So dual auto on the hard court. Uh, that was that's a was huge excited. card. Anytime yeah. you get those two autos on a card, that's a big card. Yeah, and on card. So that was a, a full I traded into that on Saturday. I really want to know what I really want to see what the next one you're gonna present because in my mind, I'm not sure if I know what you think your biggest pickup like what's your favorite pickup because they're both so identical to one another. Yeah. I like I mean in terms of importance. Yeah, no, I'm holding both of them right now and I don't know which one I could tell you is my number one. But uh I guess one is they're they're two different lanes. So the the one that I got on Friday was the one in our preview podcast where we had the round table with the wolf pack that I was trying to get Rob to bring to the national, which he did end up bringing, but wanted to keep. And so I couldn't pry it off him. So this is the 1980 tops bird magic, Dr. J all three autographs. PSA five with an auto 10 and uh, Rob got a picture of me looking at it under the lamp in the hotel room after getting it and the Wolfpack trade night that I got it at. And uh, I cannot like, believe that you got that of all places. You got that at the Wolfpack <laughs> trade night. How awesome is that? I mean, oh, listen, so I, I, I walked around. I think I did a quick video uh, and I posted on Instagram of like a 20K deal going down, like right there at the table, like cash everywhere. And then here you are picking up this triple auto at yeah. the, it just the, the, the kinds of cards you never know. That's why participation is required, right? Like not even just because it's our trade night, just anywhere. You, ne you can walk into any trade night, any kind of impromptu trade session. You never know what people are going to be pulling out of their Zion. Nope. And I just, the father son had their cars, cards spread out. And I saw is this the, the guy you one. ripped off. Oh, wait, no, that was the old guy. <laughs> oh, oh my, oh my gosh. Don't start <laughs> no. this again. Scratch that. We'll, we'll edit that out. We'll edit that out. That's for part two. Both sides were happy with the deal. So this one, I was like, I was looking at it and I'm like, those aren't three autos. Right. And then I saw it and I'm like, oh, wow, they really are. Did so you, I ended up, let me ask you, did you have that moment that I talk about having a lot when I say this guy doesn't know it, but he is yeah. not leaving with that card? Did you it, have it, that moment? Well, once I find out where they are on it, like if it's a reasonable price, then I have that reaction. But we were finding that and, and me, Oz and Tony were walking around and we were finding that on the rare cards, people were very high, at least from what I gathered. Yeah. You know, like a like a one of one logo man, um, you know, maybe a dual auto with MJ and LeBron and stuff like that, or or an exquisite limited logos. From what I saw, the prices compared to comps were usually quite high. So I didn't want to take for granted that this card was going to be fairly priced. But 
long story short, I traded five cards plus 600 cash into this triple auto. And Tony was watching over my shoulder the whole time. And I closed the deal and Tony is like right there. And I'm like, I noticed that he was watching. But then we had like some time. I don't even remember what our reaction was. I just remember Tony was hyped. And he was like, dude, let's, he was like, let's go, let's go. He's like, I'm so excited you got that. So that was that was the Wolfpack trade night uh, on Friday. And then the final one is the Thursday pickup that I got, which is this Larry Bird flawless patch auto one of one game used patch. And Rob, you were saying you thought it was a little bit sweaty. Actually, I think all you guys said that. Yeah, I think we all did. We all looked at it and said there, there's like a brown tint to the white like yeah that's wet like yeah so that patch is incredible yeah so and i mean it's the max number of colors you can get on his patch you know at that time (laughs) which is two and um you know not as colorful as magic so with the on-card auto one of one that was that actually made the show when i got this on thursday i'm like wow you know my show is good. I, I got a pickup, the quality of which I was looking for. I'm good. And then after that, you know, a day later, I got the triple rookie auto magic bird and Irving 1980. And then the next day I got another dual auto of bird and magic. So, and the funny thing is those are around $10,000 value of cards. And I was mentioning this on our podcast uh, a little bit earlier. I traded nine thousand dollars worth i only came out of my pocket for 900 to get these three so the power of going to a big show and participating in those trade nights you know i think is 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 huge and um you know off and having decent cards that people might want that they can then turn around and sell wow uh that's beautiful that is that's awesome well, we are coming up on an hour, an hour, gentlemen. Um, before we wrap up, any closing thoughts on the National, the Wolfpack, the future, anything? I wish the uh, dance floor was in effect for Oz to uh, <laughs> actually break out the full Michael Jackson because we got a little taste of, uh, of the, the, the leg movement, the vibe. Listen, you know, that was like that was like throwing scraps to a bunch of lions. <laughs> the room was ready. The room was primed. Yeah, I wonder why. Jeez. No, yeah, I, wow. I really did want I did want to perform for everyone. Uh, you know, the crowd was clamoring. <laughs> uh, but it was like I was just stuck. Any movement I did on that rug, it just wasn't happening. With Mike, you gotta have fluid movement, and I didn't want to look like an idiot. So I just had to cut it right then and there. Rob did a great job of editing the dance moves. So it looked a lot better than it was, but, uh, you know, wasn't able to. So maybe perhaps, uh, you know, you want a a closing statement. Cleveland 2024, Oz is coming for you. Full Michael Jackson. Oh, I'm going to make it happen. Wow. Love it. I'll say this. uh, If you listen back to our our preview episode, I think uh, we went six for six on all hitting at least one goal that we all mentioned. It was uncanny. I'm listening back to it. We were, Oz and I were, were on the way home from the airport. And I was like, yeah, let's throw that on. And I'm like, dude, I said, everybody hit one, at least one of their goals, if not all of them. So it was amazing to get, you know, six people, six different goals and they, everybody, you know, hit them. So, um, you know, congrats to everybody. And again, it was an honor to put that show on with you guys. Can't wait to do it again next year. Um, you know, bigger, better, badder. There you go, Oz. There you go. <laughs> Craig, how about you? Yeah. I'm excited to see what next year's Wolfpack event could be. You are all great, genuine people. We all know and gravitate other genuine, like passionate people. So I think the potential to have another event of an even bigger magnitude is going to be incredible. And I'm excited to follow your collecting journeys for the next year. You know, it's going to be, you know, we're coming down on this high, but soon enough it's going to be back into the uh, uh, the hobby day-to-day grind, whatever that means for each of us. I know Ken's like loaded up and ready to go for football season. But uh, 
yeah, continuing to follow your journeys and grow um, as friends and uh, as individual and group uh, within this content space here, I guess. Hey, Craig, listen, you got a full year, so make sure you get the plans down. You're coming for more than two days this time. So tell your friends no weddings. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to bring wifey along, bring her along so there's no issues with that. But I need you there more than two days. That's the plan. That's the plan. There's no way I can have a third wedding in a row in Albany. (laughs) The national weekend, no chance. All right. Don't say never. <laughs> yeah, and I'll, I'll, I guess just kind of echo what Craig said. You know, I'm 51 weeks till, uh, till the next national, and I'm looking forward to seeing what, uh, what the next 12 months and everyone's journey brings. Yeah, the planning starts now, right? Now we start planning for, for you know, Cleveland, and uh, just start working on. Uh, you know, we set the bar. I got to say, we set that bar high, you know, I mean, right out the gate, we set that bar high. So, uh, yeah, we got to make some moves this year to, uh, you know, keep, keep, keep it going higher and higher. Right. There's no, no time to relax. Just got to keep on pushing. Yeah. And my, my, uh, my closing thing would just be to say how great the hobby community was to witness at that stage in person, all of us together, you know, I remember exchanging looks with some of you guys at the Wolfpack trade night. Like, you know, can you can you believe this is this is happening? I think Tony was like, Carmine, pretty good. Turned out pretty good, right? <laughs> so, um, and that 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 was a big thing. And then knowing that, you know, especially you guys who set it up, but that we're capable of something like that. We're capable of picking up these big cards, of making these friendships and uh and, and the hobby spirit and the childlike joy, you know, I was riding on the shuttle to the airport from our hotel and a guy's like, Oh, were you here for the, for the national? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, Oh, what'd you pick up? And he's, and I'm showing him what I got. He's showing me what he got right on the shuttle to the very last moment, you know, <laughs> leaving back to the airport. So just that enthusiasm and camaraderie on top of the cards was really a cool thing to see. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very well said. Very well said. Well, guys, it was a pleasure. Thank you very much. Uh, 2023 national recap. And uh, I guess that's it. So shameless plug real quick. Don't forget Carmine and Craig have crossed town cardboard podcast. Tony and Oz have the cousins collectibles podcast and big Ken with sports card lessons podcast. Myself, Rob, uh, sports car therapist. So thank you very much guys. And, uh, yeah, I guess we could all do our sign outs. Take care of yourselves and your collection. Peace. Good to yourselves and everybody around you. And as always keep focused, keep positive and keep collecting.